3, 2, 1. You're listening to Racing World, brought to you by Perspective Group. It's your motorsport podcast show in conjunction with Race Control Magazine. Well, welcome to this Racing World special as we recap the events of day three of practice for the 105th running at the Indy 500, America's great race, the world's great race. Uh, you know, you, you can decide whatever you like. As far as I'm concerned, it's a great race. Uh, day three had plenty of drama, probably the most drama that we've seen in the week so far. Conditions were by far the hottest that we've seen in the week so far. And uh, just a day away before the teams get that extra amount of boost given to them to run on fast Friday and then prepare themselves for qualifying on Saturday where two people are not going to make the cut. There's 35 cars there for 33 spots. Uh, We'll talk more about the drama of the day shortly, but first up, it started straight away on track with an incident involving Colton Herter, Kiwi Scott McLaughlin, the other three cars involved in, of course, with the three Rahul Letterman Lanigan racing cars of uh, Sato, Rahul and Ferrucci. Uh, just trying to create a bit of a mock finish, which was just really, really stupid thing to do when the track was green. Uh, all three cars now will not be allowed to participate in the first 30 minutes of practice on Friday, and that's a sanctioning that's been handed down from IndyCar. Equally, you can see from Colton Herter's onboard here just how close it came to being a very, very scary incident uh, with the contact with McLaughlin and then the bringing up of the car and speed in terms of how quickly he was closing on those carpenter cars. And then McLaughlin and uh, Herter obviously discussing matters later on, which would have been quite an interesting conversation to be part of. The day really went through its motions with teams trying all sorts of various uh, setups for both qualifying and race trim. Uh, they're saying now that the The difference of changing a car from qualifying spec to race spec takes about an hour and a half according to the leading teams. So there's quite a bit of things that the teams have been trying, a lot of work with under trays and and that sort of thing this year to create a little bit more downforce in in the front wing area. So we're seeing teams explore but at 4.14 in the afternoon things came to a bit of a grinding halt as Ferrucci was the first major accident going off at term two just after the short shoot past the museum. Now this area I I witnessed the Davidson crash here probably four years ago now Uh, very very similar actually when it happened uh, and the car looked very similar afterwards so I I believe it can be rebuilt. The condition of Ferrucci still a little bit unknown was transported to Methodist Hospital to be checked uh, and clearly needed help getting out of the car so I'm suspecting maybe some foot or ankle type injuries there but we'll know more about that tomorrow and you can see that or catch up with that news on the Facebook page Race Control Magazine at Facebook uh, where we're doing the daily updates. Well the day moved on from the Ferrucci incident and it wasn't too long before the teams were hard back at it and Conditions would be very, very similar to when the Fast 9 would be run. So a lot of teams were out there exploring things. And one of those, of course, the man himself, crowd favourite when there's a crowd there, of course, <laughs> it's Tony Kanaan. And Tony topped the timesheets for the day. Uh, is it an indicator for the weekend? Don't really know. I don't think that we're seeing true indicators for the weekend yet. What we are seeing is that both Honda and Chevy are uh, equally in good positions. But we got the chance through our friends at IndyCar to catch up with TK straight after practice. It's, it feels good. I mean, obviously, we're doing some racing stuff. Today's been the hottest day so far this week, so we've been trying a couple of things to kind of do the cookbook. You know, you're just trying to check the weather, what are we running at this type of weather, trying to guess where you're going to qualify, what time, you, what, you know, what number you're going to draw and then try to guess what's going to happen next Sunday when it comes time to the green flag. So we're doing all the temperatures, everything else, but really just working on racing setup. 
think there's plenty more to come from the Ganassi team this year with all four cars looking quite strong, which we haven't really seen out of the Ganassi stable in quite some time. So that's a, a little bit of a threat to others. But again, very, very early days for playing your hand. And uh, I'm sure there's, there's plenty hidden, shall we say. Uh, of course, man that was involved in things earlier on in the day, Kiwi Scott McLaughlin. And again, thanks to our friends at IndyCar, we were able to catch up with Scott straight after the practice session had finished today. Hey guys, uh, not, a bad, uh, not a bad day here on the Penzoil Chevy. Uh, overall, um, felt pretty strong, um, you know, race trim and, and qualifying. Um, you know, I think we're uh, in a good spot, but um, who knows? You know, we, I think uh, it was probably our strongest day that we've had. Um, it wasn't our cleanest day, but it wasn't our worst. So we'll see how we go uh, tomorrow, fast Friday, turn some boost off, and we'll go fast. Of course, leading the Chevy way really was uh, Ed Carpenter, local hometown hero. Always a guy that's going to be around when it comes to pole day. Always a guy that you can't count out. And all three of the Ed Carpenter racing cars looking very, very good, that's for sure. What we're doing is just out here validating, you know, what our data says on balances. Um, you're right. I mean, it's, it's really hard because there's people out doing race runs right now. It's hard to get a clean lap. It, with, with all the parts that are on the car now, it's easy to see some of them, but it's hard to see them all in wing angles. So, you know, we'll, we'll be able to see what the no-to times say and, you know, try to have a guess, but you never really know until the boost goes up anyway. So I think we're in a good spot. And then rounding it out with our follow-up of drivers for the day, it wouldn't be complete without talking to Will Power, complete with the bad hairdo, but Will, it was a big, big day again for Penske. Yeah, um, had a pretty good morning, I guess. It was pretty straightforward, low boost, not much horsepower. Um, just getting a feel for the trim levels we'll run tomorrow. Then some race work this afternoon. We got some good information and... Um, yeah, I think now the boys will just transition the car into a qualifying spec and have a lot more horsepower tomorrow, another probably 100 horsepower, so um, see how that goes. A couple of, couple of days of uh, intensity, you could say, when you've got to put four laps together, ride them a little bit around this place. Well, that pretty much sums things up on day three, the most eventful day of practice so far for the 105th running of the Indy 500. Day four, what will it bring? It brings extra boost, as we mentioned early on. See teams truly in qualifying spec, so I would assume that we're going to see very light fuel loads with the cars, and the speeds will go up. Uh, averaging around the 225, 226 mile an hour mark right now, I believe under these conditions will easily be in the 232 mark. So we'll wait and see, see whether I'm true or not this time tomorrow, and we'll keep you updated. And on Saturday, US time, so Sunday New Zealand time, we will have a qualifying podcast special for you all as well, featuring the front row uh, as soon as we can get them. We've already organised it with IndyCar, so we look forward to bringing you that. Until then, don't forget, check out the Facebook page for all the latest updates regarding the Indy 500, Race Control Magazine on Facebook, and we'll see you then.